the wait is over. Trek Off the Motion Picture is coming to the big screen in the Washington, D.C. area. Sunday, June 5th, 2015 at 5.15 p.m. at the AFI Silver in Silver Spring, Maryland. That's right, the feature film based on this podcast, possibly the first full feature film adaptation of any podcast ever, Trek Off the Motion Picture. Check out our trailer at trekoffmovie.com. Now, if you're at Awesome Con that same weekend, and if you can't make our movie on Sunday, no problem. Saturday night, we're having a special exclusive Awesome Con screening of Trek Off the Motion Picture at 8 p.m. We're doing our live show on Friday at Awesome Con at 9.45 p.m., kind of right after Kevin Smith. So go to awesomecon.com for details about that, and go to fantasticdc.com for tickets to our world premiere of Trek Off the Motion Picture Sunday, June 5th at 5.15. We're going to have DVDs there, guys, so you want to be there june 5th warning the following contains plot spoilers and naughty language that means explicit content and the comments and opinions expressed herein are for entertainment and commentary purposes only and may not reflect the actual opinions of geeks radio or the individual hosts so don't get mad it's just a show it's time for trek enterprise double d Welcome to Trek Off. My name is Justin. Uh, my name's Alexia. And today, I've missed you. <laughs> we up. do this joke every time, don't we? I don't like know every why single you time we split that, an episode. It's never actually funny. Here we go. I've missed you because it's been so long. <laughs> I've missed it you has for been 30 a full seconds. Ten- it has I was been like, a full ten- I didn't ha, have ha, Justin's voice just in my ear holes it, for 30 seconds, and I was so sad. I was it's, so it's, It has not been 10 days. It has only been a minute. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha. We joke are is on you. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> um, so that's the story of that. Um, before oh, we get Lord. started, listen, at the time that this episode is going up, man, it's just like a day or two away um, from from coming to see us. Oh, so that's if you're in the great. Washington, D.C. area, if you're I would say, really, if you're anywhere from like as far north as like I don't want to say New York, but like Philly and as far south as Richmond um, and you're looking for something awesome to do. There's a con called Awesome Con. Just go to Awesome Con. Just look it up. Awesome Con. It is like <laughs> like they awesome got people. Carl con. Urban from Star Trek's going to be there. They're going to have people from Firefly there. Summer Glau's going to be there. Kevin Smith is going to be there. Peter Capaldi and Jenna Coleman are going to be there. Um, a ton of other people, including us, uh, on Friday night after Kevin Smith. Um, uh, at at 9:45 Friday night at Awesome Con on Friday June 3rd, we're doing a live show that you gotta see. Um, yes. And then on Saturday um, at eight, uh, we are doing a special sneak of our movie, Trek Off the Motion Picture. And then, uh, and if you're not going to Awesome Con and you just want to come to the DC area, come check out. We got monuments and and museums and shit. Make an excuse to go down to Washington DC because at uh, right outside Washington DC, like like literally three miles outside of the city, um, in a in Silver Spring, Maryland, the AFI. That's the the real uh, the organization that does like the AFI Top 100 list. That they are premiering us. Um, right. uh, at the AFI Silver in Silver Spring at 5.15 on Sunday, June 5th. Uh, and you can look so up the fantastic... So at least come see that, guys. Like, l- 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 I, th- I think it's 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 fantasticdc.com or part of their fi- that film festival. Um, uh, the Fantastic Film Showcase. Uh, so if you just look up fantasticdc.com, you can get tickets there um, or Facebook us and, and ask us what to do. Um, and if it's after that weekend and it's a couple weeks after that, just search Trek Off on Amazon because maybe there's something there for you. See what I did there? That's continuity. That's kind of that's like from like a whole week ago for that you. That right I, there. there. I wow. carried that forward last time on Trick Off. Um, 
<laughs> and now the continuation. Oh, uh, no facial expressions. There, oh, there you. Thank you, thank you. Continuity. Continuity. Um, so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna start this episode. <laughs> we're gonna start this episode uh, much like the last one, but um, but instead of talking Not a little about, differently. Instead of talking, you know about what? This, I'm actually gonna shake it up because I know what you want to talk about, but I'm gonna throw something out there that you aren't expecting because this is what I do. <laughs> if it's a severed head, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> um, I've actually been playing a game, a Star Trek game. Have you? I have. What game? Uh, it's called Trexels. What is that? And it's it's like a pixelated, um, like Star Trek. It's free to play app like game, um. And it was, I got, I'm trying to remember how I wound up downloading this thing and getting pulled in because I want to say that, um, that James Robinson had, 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 I don't know if it was, it was a different, I think it was a different Star Trek game that he was like, Hey, you should check it out. It's a Star Trek game. And then when I looked it up and I like read all the reviews about it, people were like, Oh, it's really pay to win. And like, you can't play and have any fun if you don't pay for it or if you don't have a bunch of money. And so I have like a whole bunch of opinions on that kind of shit. And so I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to do it. And then this one, though, I had heard nothing about, and I think I wound up downloading it and then being like, oh, this should be fun. And it's probably true of this game as well, because like, it's taken me like a good solid two weeks because I haven't paid any money for Dilithium to be able to do things in the game. <laughs> but like, That makes you so happy just to say those words, right? It, it I haven't does, paid though. any money for Dilithium. <laughs> right? I didn't have any money for Dilithium. So, um, so I, like, you basically you have your ship, and like when you like the pack that's sort of unlocked is the is the original series and like they're all pixelated it's like like it looks like it should be on like SNES or something at best okay. um so you have like your ship and you have like little rooms on it and you build certain things like you can only have like a crew member per certain expansion of the ship that's been opened up that you actually can build with like the resources you can make in the game, unless you want to spend money and buy dilithium and then you can get a premium crew quarter and you can have as many of those as you want. I'm sure. Right. But like, I didn't do that because again, didn't have any actual money. And like, here's my caveat for all these sorts of things. If I actually had money, like I would, I would be happy to pay for a game. Like, like this is how much money the game is. And here's the money for the game. It's this idea where I have to keep paying you like five bucks every so often that like I can't really wrap my head around but that's just me personally so um, in in the game you basically you build these rooms and they make command research and power and you spend some combination of all these resources to like go on missions and you have like a crew and like it's great because like my whole crew like my whole bridge crew is made of, made up of chicks except for Sulu like all of, all of, like I've, I've even got an Andorian chick on my like she's my comms like but the only dude I have is Sulu <laughs> like and I was like okay it's because you know, Sulu, I, when there you... are there are a ton of uh, Star Trek like app games like like that are all like you know there's one castle defense a strategy blah blah, blah that I haven't done um that, yeah and... like there's a whole mess of them that I haven't done either this is the first one I've actually pulled the trigger on and and like been like you know what I'm just gonna I'm just gonna see what happens and like I can always delete it right was sort of yeah. my my position going in and I have to say like it has its its faults like you know in terms of like the the paradigm for spending money and stuff but like when you go on like little missions it's actually pretty fun and it's actually like Star Trekky like you go to a planet and you check it out and like I think one of the missions I went on recently, like the gray death struck and like I had to move fast to like figure out how to 
to cure it. If otherwise, it will wipe out the whole crew. And then we had to go down to the planet and destroy any of the artifacts so that it wouldn't spread and try to figure out where it had come from. And, like, it's you know what I mean? Like, so that aspect of it, like, once you get to do that stuff, like, once you have enough crew members who have built enough shit on your ship to be able to, like, spend the resources to do these things, um, it's really cool. Uh, so it's like, I know that the ability to make a really good Star Trek game is out there. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, and I, we've not really seen it realized yet on, like, a game system, which I find very sad, which, because it's like, I feel like there are elements of this that, like, you could totally do, like, a, like, Knights of the Old Republic, but with Star Trek, and it would be awesome. But, like, nobody's done it yet. I don't know why they won't get the fuck on that, but maybe, maybe with these new series and stuff and the Well, and they try. I mean, they try. Like, it, it wasn't, you know... The adaptation wasn't super duper. Um, no, it was um, very. That's what I'm saying. Like, I want something that's not gonna that's not gonna lean on the fact that we've got new movies that came out, or like because the new show comes out, that's gonna lean on that. I movie want adaptations are generally awful. Yeah, like any, that like never games. goes well. Like, I'm trying to think of of any time when that wasn't true, and I cannot think of one. Like, I can't think of what. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I think that there some of the um, they did games based on like pitch dark and escape from wherever i forget the name of the the sequel um and my understanding is that those games were actually decent but i think that's the only time that that's been true so like just do it based on the franchise like don't do this like movie tie-in bullshit because then it doesn't go well and it's poopy but anyway, I wanted to share because, like, I've like periodically, I've always like I've always got my iPod like out, and like I'm always like I gotta get my resources in, I gotta train my officers so I can go on missions. So I'm always doing that in the background of everything now. It's like taking over my life. <laughs> you know, there was a game for PS2 called Star Trek Conquest. Have you? Did you ever play that? Uh uh-uh. uh It's turn-based strategy. Oh, interesting. Is it, first of all, Conquest. There should never be a Star Trek Conquest. But, no. That's why the, the, like, that, that title there, the Conquest part. But it's really cool because like, it's turn-based right. strategy and you get to like like be the Klingons or the Dominion or the Federation and who gets to take over the galaxy. And it's turn-based. It's very simple, but it was so fucking addicting. I loved it. Huh. That's interesting because like so I like what I want is this game though right like I I don't want like the 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 interface is very simplistic in terms of how you do these missions like you have a certain amount of um like the combined science stat of like all the people on the away mission right and like they're like little things that pop up on the screen and you have to like tap them really fast and then spend them on actions right and it's like I I totally see a way this would work in a, like on a console. That's where that's kind of happening behind the scenes. Like, cause I like a lot of the, like they have stats for them. Like I haven't purchased, like I could buy Kirk for instance, but like all of the characters that you have, like my personal captain right now is Jill Temple and she's like brash. So this gives her like a plus to combat, but like a minus to diplomacy. Huh? Uh, and like they have all of the characters like that you have, have some sorts of, things like that like there's brash there's inquisitive which gives you like a plus to science but a minus to combat i think you know what i mean where it's like some See, i wish that there was a leisure suit larry version like you know like <laughs> a, like, a, like an r-rated star trek game like like honestly truly like like we are an r-rated star trek podcast we have an r-rated star trek movie coming out you know based on star trek and 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 our take on it like like which is not a fan film and we're not infringing their copyright 
That's what I'm saying. That's uh, just what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say I'm just saying. Uh, um, uh, but, uh, you know what? Here's the thing. But, like, but here's the thing. The would perfect game for me would point? absolutely inc- would have that involved. Like, I want it to be like watching Star Trek is, where you go on missions, but, like, guess what? Sometimes the captain gets it on with whomever on the planet. Or sometimes well, like, Riker you make it R-rated. Like, show it. If we're talking it. next gen. Like, like like fucking after Deadpool, Deadpool changed everything. Deadpool said, "Hey, comics have I told you I already saw that? What? I finally watched Deadpool. Did you see it? Yeah. Isn't it great? Oh my god, I love it. Isn't it great? You I love have a superhero movie with it. pegging. It's like if we made a superhero movie. It kind of is. Like it's, I just, yeah. I'm so happy that it went, that it was made. I'm so happy that it's done so well. Um, that they were able to prove out. Like, this is how you fucking do Deadpool, because you can't go halfway. Well, and that's the um, thing. And now they're making an R-rated Wolverine. Wolverine 3 is going to be R-rated, but not for comedy. It's going to be like, yo, you get to see what happens when those fucking claws hit people. And if you look at some of the old Wolverine comics, even in the 80s, like, this guy got drenched in blood. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Like, Almost every, like, picture of him in a comic, like, he's, like, his fucking suit is, like, shredded, and he's just, like just drenched in blood <laughs> and and the, it was really good that i mean the, the wolverine is a great film actually the wolverine is a really good film and that is if you're going to do a pg-13 wolverine that is the story to adapt the old uh frank miller um four-part um you know the the japanese saga like that is the story to adapt if you're going to adapt a movie and it's a really really good not just a good wolverine movie but a good like samurai film um i really like the wolverine but if if you jackman's only going up one more time at bat Give us, yo, Give like us the worst. Is, you you, you can't it. fuck it up at this point. You know what I mean? I like, know, like you, you can't. I, I feel there's like there's nothing. I know, but I don't want to say this out there because I don't want to. I don't want to be wrong, but like I really hope. No, what I what I mean about it is that even if you gone. fuck it up, it doesn't matter because he's quitting after this. You're gonna reboot Wolverine after this one way or the other. Like the next Wolverine is not gonna be the Hugh Jackman Wolverine. He's done. This is his last one. So knowing that that's the case, fucking go for broke. You know what I mean? Swing for the fences. If if everybody hates it, that's fine. In two years, you're gonna you're gonna be rebooting him anyway. If everybody loves it, guess what? In two years, you're gonna reboot it anyway. He doesn't want to do it anymore. So you know what? <laughs> do something fucking different. Maybe you get another Deadpool. Worst case scenario, the Wolverine movies are never super expensive except for paying for him. You know, like like if you're gonna do it, just fucking do it like raw. I'd love to see this. So I'm excited. Yeah, anyway. I want to see that happen. Like Speaking I, I like well because what I liked about Deadpool wasn't even just the R-ratedness of it. Um, Although I like it, it that. Was, it, it was, I do, but what I'm saying is it was the purity of the character. Like, even, like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil any moments of this movie for anyone if they haven't seen it, so I won't, but like, you know what I'm talking about. Like, even like, when there's like, intimate moments happening, and it's like, his, this just who he is. <laughs> like, but you know, it's, it is a romantic film. It is, you know what? And I really dug her. I dug her a lot. And when I was watching the special features, there was this one little bit. Like, of course, I like Inara anyway because she's fucking cool. I've always loved she's her. She's good on Gotham, too. Um, yes. Yes, she is. Like, every time I see her, I'm excited. I always like her. Um, and I think she really does so well in this role. Um, but there was this little bit that they cut out where she, like, like shoots a dead body in the head or something. And it's like, gratuitous. Worth it. And I'm like, oh, man, they should have kept that because it was awesome. Like, because it's so it's so in line with her as well. Like, she's so like him in that way. Um, But, you know, they didn't ask me before they cut it. Uh-oh. Well, and, and I, you know, I've, I've sent a message out to Fox. Um, if it were Marvel, they totally would have asked you. 
Um, but because <laughs> Fox has the license. I know. I yeah. Know. Hey, speaking of movies, um, uh, have you been getting the texts that I've been sending you as you were talking? Ah, uh, yes. Have I you clicked have. on them? I have gotten some of them. I mean, if you sent me, I, cli- two, I texted I've only you twice two. in the last five minutes, and they okay, are two. Well, I got both of them. Did you look at them? Um, yes, I have looked at them. There are two images. Uh, one is all right. So they, these are the images for the uh, Star Trek Beyond poster. The main poster is the big giant word "Beyond" with the Enterprise whooshing past it. It's gorgeous. I don't know what it says or if it's indicative of the film, but what a gorgeous piece of art that is. It's just a beautiful. You're talking about the teaser poster. I'm talking about the one that just says "Beyond." I don't know which one. Okay. It's the only one that just says "Beyond" Beyond. with with the the ship way, way in the background. Um, It's just this beautiful. It looks like it's an explosion. It's beyond in front of an explosion. Beyond. It's explosive. Beyond. From from now on, whenever we talk about the movie, the only thing we can call it now is. Beyond! <laughs> I just sort of warping into the sky, which really, why is there so much sky in space? But I'm okay with it because it goes beyond! <laughs> um, uh, I like it. I like it because it, it's it's a dynamic poster. It doesn't look like any other fucking movie poster. You know what I mean? Like, I like, like if you look at other movie posters, and they're all guilty of this. You have the the our poster is guilty of this. You've got the word; it's centered either in the top third or the bottom third, and then you have an images of the main characters, and then a couple of le- little images kind of around them. It's it, I mean, posters are sort of generic-ish. If it's ben- Benedict Cumberbatch, he's not facing the camera. <laughs> 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 you know, he's either facing a machine in World War Two, or he's facing some mystical shit for Doctor Strange, or he's facing the destruction of London and Star Trek Into Darkness, because um, they're all the same poster. Um, <laughs> poor Benedict. Um, can I turn around? But I, that's not my joke. It was somebody posted on Facebook. I showed all three posters and just had the script and they're going, hey, "Listen, this is for the main poster. Can I turn around? Stop Please, <laughs> can I turn around?" Please, please just turn around. Take the picture, Bennett. Um, so uh, I like this poster because it's unlike any poster I've ever seen. It's just cool. It's just like it's confident and artistic and almost hopeful. The color scheme, like if you look at the Into Darkness poster, which was like destruction. You know, it's Bennett Campbell with destruction all around him, and then the Starfleet symbol around him. That was the poster for Star Trek Into Darkness. Okay. This poster is bright and sunny and fun and uh and is just it's a It looks fun. like it's a race. This poster looks like it's like the like the enterprise is on a race. Is it a race and, the, and It looks just, like it's going it fast, but I just the No, it looks are, like it, I'm telling you. There's something about the way Beyond is written and the way that it's that it's that it's splayed across the poster that looks like 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 they just shot the pistol in the air. And and the, and the ships just took off. I'm telling you, that's what this looks like. Uh, maybe I don't know. There's just something about it that was dynamic. That's what I, I see when I look at it. If maybe. I were to take the word "beyond" out of that poster, that would be a poster I'd put in my house. Like if you took the word "beyond" out, that's just a gorgeous piece of art that that just impressed me because it just it's it's pretty. It is pretty. Um, I'm not saying it's just I'm not it's, saying it's, it's not pretty, and it looks painted too. You know what I mean? It doesn't. It doesn't have, there's not a sameness to it. But all sameness is not bad because there was a second poster that I sent to you. Um, so what you sent me was like a Google search. So you're going to have to tell me which one you mean. 
Um, I sent Google you one. Uh, the, the, the other Star Trek Beyond poster. You didn't get it? Um, no, you didn't send me a link to just one poster. You sent me two links that were like a Google I, image. Search. Did you see the other poster that looks like the Star Trek the motion picture po- motion picture poster? I see two that could be. The one that's got it's uh, it's Star Trek Beyond. The ship's coming at you right above it, and then you've got the girl in the middle, and then Kirk and Spock on the left and right of her. In rainbow. In rainbow. No. Okay. I'm gonna send this to you. You guys just uh just just. Just oh, don't mind. oh, oh, okay. It's got the weird chick from the from the, the, the newest trailer. Yes. And then she's in the middle, and mm-hmm. Kirk is to the left and Spock is to the right. Yes. Yes, okay, I'm looking at that one. Are you familiar with the Star Trek The Motion Picture poster? Yes. It's the same poster? Yes, it is. I'm clear about that. Like, I noticed that when I looked at it. I was like, because, like, oh, and, and you wonder why somebody said, why isn't, why isn't McCoy in the middle? Because it's, uh, Ilya is in the, in the middle of the Star Trek the motion picture poster. It mm-hmm. is the same. I love that, that like, I love that someone made that up and it looks almost like fan art, but it's gorgeous. It um, is beautiful. I like, and it makes me so happy because again, it's, 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 there's a, there's a level of respect in making that poster. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's not sure. like like it's not like, you know, we're fucking we're fucking Star Trek and the Furious. You know, it's it's like it's like <laughs> you know, and again, is this a massive overreaction by the marketing department to everybody hating the the yes. you know, I think that I, the, you know what I'm glad. I'm glad because if if that's the case, then I'm hoping that it's because that the movie isn't really the Vast and Furious in space. And that they just tried to make it look that way with the trailer because they thought that's what people wanted to see. And then they realized, oh, they want to see the actual movie? Yes, motherfuckers, we do. <laughs> like- well, and, fra- and frankly, and frankly, you know, there's, um, you know, after, it's really interesting, after Batman v Superman came out. Um, <sighs> and did you see it? Not yet. I have All not. Right. I've not tainted my eye holes with that shit yet. Here's the thing. Wonder Woman will be your favorite thing about it. Um, which that should upset you. When I say Wonder Woman will be your favorite thing and you'll also think that Ben Affleck is awesome, you should be going, holy shit, what's wrong with this film? Yeah, no, there's a lot wrong when you say that. <laughs> like, 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 like when you go... I'm clear there must be a lot wrong when you say that. You know it's, what's it's funny? Like, you know what's really funny is like when I'm like sitting on the ice after I had had my... <laughs> it hit my head really hard and like everybody is like surrounding me to make sure I'm okay and it like brought out blankets and like a mat for me to sit on while we're waiting for the ambulance. Um, this, this is, of course, you know, when you have a head injury, people like will say, so what do you, uh, what do you do in your off time when you're not here? <laughs> like, so I'm like, I do a Star Trek podcast. I stand um, up. Um, <laughs> um, I stand. Yeah. Generally. Um, I'm usually have a lot more color in my face, uh, than I do right now. Uh, and it's usually about half the size on one half of it. Uh, anyway, but like the, the one of the people said to me was like, oh, so just Star Trek? I was like, what about Star Wars? I was like, no, I like Star Wars. So really? Like, you, you like, I was like, I got enough love, enough love for both. And I was like, and all the, you know, superheroes, all that stuff. He's like, yeah, did you see Superman? And, and I was like, no. Can you hit my head again, please? Can you just hit my head so I'm unconscious? So I like, to talk yeah, about this I was like, and I was like, now I should be unconscious because no, I didn't see that piece of crap. And this person, even in this moment, he was like, yeah, no, it wasn't very good. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I kind of had a feeling just based on the previews, just based on the trailers. I was like, shit, this is going to suck. You guys should watch how Marvel is doing Civil War and do that because Seriously. clearly you don't know how to do this right. 
Well, and saying and 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 I I want to be I want to be very very honest that 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 fucking um like Ben Affleck is really 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 good in it, and I love the I love that they're. I'm I'm at least glad they're continuing the cinematic universe that started by by these two movies, insofar that Ben Affleck is going to direct and star in um, a Batman movie, which that's when he's done the best. When he does like the fucking town, or he does um, uh, the one that we can never remember the name of, um, uh, the the one where they're getting out the hostages. Like he he's good at doing it, directing and and acting in his own movies. So I'm glad. And I've heard that like he is taking over. Zack Snyder is taking a step back. Zack Snyder is still directing the Justice League movies. But now Ben Affleck has some some like oversight on it. Oh, um, OK. But here's the thing. Here's why I'm bringing bring it up in, in regards to the Star Trek trailer, which we're about to talk about, um, is that uh, is that um, after that movie, one thing that people complained about is that it's dour. I mean, the one thing the Batman v Superman movie is, along with illogical, nonsensical, um, uh, and, and 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 generally poopy, and generally poopy, it's also dour. It's okay. no fucking fun. Um, and you can have a shit like like. Here's the thing: it is a it, it is in every way better than Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, except. That despite them being in every conceivable way inferior films, they're fun. Even Batman and Robin, it's a there train wreck. There are some wreck. parts, yes. There are it's some a, well, parts. It, it, here's the thing: it is. It's not that there are some parts are not. Some, it's that that it is. It is intentionally trying to have fun. Yeah. What, whether or not you're into what it's doing, okay, you can hate it. Right. You can go, "This is no sure. fun." You can say, "This is boring," but its intent it's is to, to have fun. fun. Sure. Um, whereas the, there is no intent in Batman v Superman um, for there to be any fun. Um, it's I don't know that that's the kiss of death, though, because I think that can that can lead like that can be good. That can th- that can be compelling, except in a movie called right. Batman v Superman. When you're doing a movie called The Dark Knight about the psychology of Batman, I get it. Like, if you want to make that dark, fine. This is Batman v Superman. This is us smashing our action figures into each other. This, it, it needs <laughs> well, to I mean, be I fun. Think that's, I, think, I think that's the problem, though, right? Like, which is why I say Civil War is how you, like, and I haven't even seen this film, and I'm saying this is how you do it right. Like, just Did based you see, on You haven't ch- seen Civil War? No, sadly. Oh, my God. Sell, sell some blood. Dude. It's, well, it's you so just good. calm down. I was waiting for my eye, my left eye, to not be swollen shut so that I could watch it in 3D. See okay. it. I'm see going it. to see for, it for, Well, first of all, for, first of all, see it with two eyes, certainly. But the 3D is absolutely nothing special. I'm going to see it in IMAX 3D, like true IMAX. I'm going to the Udvarhazi, okay? And maybe is you're there? right and maybe you're wrong. Is it but there? When I when I saw huh. Star Wars there, it was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. So that is anyway. what I'm doing now that I can open my left eye, okay? But so you what, do need both eyes, all right? So what <laughs> happened after Batman v Superman is that – um is that Suicide Squad is the next movie coming out, right? Suicide Squad's about to come out. And they rushed into reshoots. And the rumor is, is they rushed into reshoots to make it more fun because it wasn't fun. Um, and to add to add some one-liners here or there, some singers. I mean, singers, so are you some... saying that Civil War is somehow fun? Oh, Civil War is a ton of fun. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. Civil War is still a Marvel movie. There's emotional stakes 
Absolutely. It's still, and, and a lot of times it's very serious. And, and I don't want to say what parts are serious, but there are some very serious parts. But there are. I mean, I'm clear from the previous what I'm saying. Like, I'm clear that that's how you do it, right? Like, they're taking it seriously. It's still and fun. I feel like I feel like the problem, at least based on, like, if I'm just comparing trailer to trailer with those two films, that the the dourness and the gravity in in Batman v Superman was uh felt manufactured um and then there was like like levity within that that seemed completely out of place whereas when i watched the civil war trailer like i see that there's that the characters like i mean tony stark is kind of he's kind of a, a smart ass guy like that's who he is right so like that he's not even nearly the most fun thing about them. I'm about saying so that's not going away, but like there's a gravity and a realness that's happening in that trailer that that speaks to how you like doing it right. Like what's happening fucking matters, and it's and it's rough. It doesn't mean these people aren't who they have been, and well, like and that that's they the thing, right? So 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 that's the thing. It's that in in Civil War, um, and this is not a spoiler in any way, but you know, Ant Man's in it, and he adds what Paul Rudd adds to the movie and Spider-Man's in it. You know that. And Spider-Man adds what Spider-Man would add to a film like this. And fucking Tony Stark, he's still Tony Stark. Mm -hmm. So, so that maybe shit's going on, but he's still like saying, you know, the, the, the cutting little one liners that just cut people down to size, which is yeah. what he does. Um, um, there are, so if you mean the fun in that respect is there, but I'm saying like, I don't, it doesn't occur movie, to me. It's like, fun I, to watch. It's fun to watch. And the, and, 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 the action, the the big action set piece in it is about the most fun I've had in a movie theater like ever. It is, it is, it is light. I would say it's lighter in tone than Captain America: The Winter Soldier, which was really? fun, which was fun and had its own humor. Falcon would like the, it's it, yeah. the, it's a fun universe, and even if the characters are being serious, it's still fun. It's fun to watch. It's perfect popcorn entertainment. Civil War is perfect popcorn entertainment. It's not my favorite Marvel movie. Um, it's probably my fourth favorite Marvel movie. Um, but it is it is excellently made popcorn and entertainment. So what happened is that they went back to Suicide Squad, which was gonna be kind of very dark, and they added some fun in. They did some some fast reshoots, added some fun in. Well, they just did the first fucking Suicide Squad um, screening like two nights ago, um, and it, two nights ago at the time of this recording, it's been like ten days since then. The early like tweets of people coming out of it are like, shit, this is great, this is really good. And I think that reshoots are so important because you can go in and and often you spend 90 percent of your time shooting the big action, shooting the big shit that has to happen. Um, the human moments are in the asides, right, that you can shoot in a day or two here and there. Um, sure. So you get some good writers to look at what you have and go, OK, how do we punch this up? How do we make it better? Um, and then you also know that, you know, the, the version of the movie that you shot is probably a three hour version of the movie. And the version of the movie that you show is a two hour version of the movie. So so what you can do once you get people's reaction to shit is you can jump in and go, OK, we're going to tonally shift the stuff we were going to keep in here. We're going to get a little less of that. The stuff that we cut out, let's bring it back. And you know what? We need a little more heart. So uh, these characters are here in this moment. Why don't we give them a scene that wasn't there before and punch it up? Um, and I say all that to say this is that I hope that after and I'm sure they did because the first trailer came out like didn't it come out with Star Wars? 
Didn't the sabotage trailer yeah. come out with Star Wars? Yeah. So they, that came out like seven and a half months before the movie. Um, yeah. You absolutely. And that movie was all. And what was that full of? All the big shit, right? All the big moments are in that trailer. So you've had time to go back and go, okay. And fix it. People are really <laughs> reacting badly. So let, let's look at the structure. <laughs> in, this, in, in the structure of the film, you've got Spock and McCoy here. And both trailers show Spock and McCoy hanging out together. Okay, what if we give them a, uh, let's give them a scene here. What can we do? And, and you bring people in to punch that up and to, and to make it more in line. So I'm hoping that what this trailer reflects is not just... And for, let's do this. Um, uh, for those of you who haven't seen the trailer, I can't believe you're listening to a Star Trek podcast and you haven't seen the trailer. But um, uh, <laughs> just like last week, um, I'm going to talk us through um, the Star Trek Beyond Trailer 2. And I'll just tell you kind of what we're seeing because um, it's pretty Check on the poster, by the way. I'm digging her. Cool shot of the Enterprise. My dad joined Starfleet because he believed in it. Reference again to uh, to the past. A lot of Kirk walking onto the Enterprise. So we show focus on Kirk and how he's feeling about his place in the world, right? Old shots of Star Trek 09. Says this year... So we're just seeing dramatic shots of the crew right now. You really want to head back out there, huh? There's a shot of the triumvirate there, smiling and looking up. Awesome. So clearly, look, it looks like the Enterprise getting is getting destroyed here. Like, yeah. like, which I guess you have to do in Star Trek Three, I guess. <laughs> just like a Strand the crew on a planet and destroy the Enterprise. If you're going to destroy the Enterprise, I like this as an alien spaceship that does it, like the, the, the death of a thousand cuts. It's kind of an interesting bad guy to have. Why we are all here. Our captain will come for us. Mercy will be the last thing on his mind. I don't like that line. Really? That's not a very Starfleet thing, but... But it is a very Kirk thing. Fear of death is illogical. See, that's the scene I'm talking about. That's clearly Kirk and or Spock and McCoy in a room by themselves having a conversation. You know what I mean? We kind of just leave them behind. Humanity is not your strength. It's a weakness. I think you're underestimating humanity. Hold on to something! Fire will! Do it, do it! Is he saying do it, do it again? Yeah. Didn't he do that before? I think so. I feel like that happened before. I mean, I want to be clear that watching the this trailer, I wasn't like, oh my gosh, everything's all better. It's fine. Um, but there's a lot more that I'm interested to see in that trailer than I was in the last. Yeah, because a lot of people, so what people are, are saying about that trailer is, oh, oh, it looks like Star Trek again, and it's so familiar. But I don't want to say this trailer, like, um, lots of stuff that intrigues me. Does Sulu die? Because it looks like maybe he he does die. Does the ship get destroyed? What's that ship that flies away at the end? Because that looks like an old like NX-01. That looks like the original Enterprise. Like the, the Scott Bakula's Enterprise that's flying away at the end. Is that how they escape? Um, uh, I want to hear, like, we're, there's going to be a scene. How exciting is this? There's going to be a scene with Spock and McCoy 
by themselves talking about life. That's the about, best. About like, fear that absolutely death. makes me excited. Like that like, is some classic TOS right there. We're gonna sure. we're we're gonna get we're gonna get that scene. You know. Um and there's some humor in that like it's it's there's stuff in there to intrigue me. Um and even the way that the bad guy attacks the Enterprise. That's like cool. That's like 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 I have not seen what happens if you take you Oh know, I definitely I definitely like the line about the the the, the bad guy, the bad alien guy says, you know, Idris Elba. it's not your strength, it's your weakness. Um I dig that. And I'm yeah. interested in I'm interested in these new aliens, right? Yeah, like I'm I mean, curious who they are, what they're about, what the deal is. You know, Mr. A had some speculation that he's like, are they supposed to be Cardassians? Are they? No. Like, no, I hope not. I know. I no, hope they're, they're making not, new shit. Like, I hope they're just something we've never seen. Like, because that's what they look like. And I hope that's what they are. Like, that's what I want them to be. What do you want them to do about the war with the Klingons? The impending war with the Klingons? Like, are you OK with them just completely dropping that after two movies of referencing that that is something that could happen? Are you okay with them just completely going? Ah, oh, kidding. Like I, I am much like more into saying, continu- oh, I'm just kidding. Or do you well, feel I, like other shit's happening and it's not? It's not really the 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 thrust or the focus. Well, I know that this is supposed to be like three years into their five year mission. Like it's it's like like r- real time has passed. Like as much time <laughs> as has passed for us since Star Trek Into Darkness, which is ridiculous because our movie takes place during Star Trek Into Darkness. Um, (laughs) But as much time as has passed for us, that's how much time has passed for them. Um, And there was this impending war with the Klingons. It was like a huge fucking deal. You know what I mean? Like, it was a big deal that there was an impending war with the Klingons. Um, And I I don't see a Klingon ship in this. That there was an impending war? Like... Here's the thing. You're right. A lot can happen. Because RoboCop was yelling. RoboCop was yelling, war's <laughs> coming. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Like, I think we all know, based on, like, our, like, TOS, like, while they were strained relations with the Klingons, it, like, and we were, like, quote, unquote, um, you know, at war with them, like, it wasn't this big, drawn-out, like, war as we understand it it was but if more they clone of a- wars this shit and i don't mean like with the with the cartoon i mean like where episode three is episode three is the end of the clone wars you, you know end of episode two has begun the clone wars has episode three the clone war ends in the first like two minutes and right and, and i'm not like even the- saying that i'm saying that like it occurs to me that like the war with the klingons as we understand it was always just like a hostility like it wasn't like us going to you know tr- mounting attacks against a Klingon system or the Klingons mounting attacks against our systems, but that we don't like each other, we don't trust each other, and like ergo, when we would come across them or they would come across us, like we weren't friendly, we weren't pals, right? Like so, I don't I don't know that we need to have a war that we either acknowledge has has already happened or hasn't happened yet but like that we still have strained relations with Klingons like because we don't really sort that out until later like until Star Trek 6 but like yeah but, it's, that but having that's been not said, that's not the sense that I got though like they like Robocop was saying that it, this is imminent that's why everything was right being built but he up. but that doesn't mean he's right you know what I mean 
Like he was a crazy dude that had a, that had a, like that thought that was like overly paranoid. Like that's how he occurred to me as a character. It didn't occur to me that he was like right in some sense, and that he was just doing the wrong thing. But that like he was kind of off the deep end a bit. Like, dude, you need to reel it back. Like, yeah, maybe so, but like this is not how we do. This is not how you deal with that. This is not the right tack. Like. And I think he was meant to represent in a very Star Trek kind of a way, right? Like, which is because this is what Star Trek is supposed to do. Um, I think he was meant to represent that that idea, like, particularly that we have here, you know, in America a lot of times where when we're scared of something, like, all of a sudden, like, the military can just do whatever they want because we're scared, we let them, right? And I think he's meant to, to represent that, like, that that's not that headspace is not good like that doesn't make you that you're not making rational decisions you're not you know what I mean like you're not behaving appropriately like I think that's what we were supposed to sort of see in his character and I think we do you know what I mean like it which which means that that doesn't make everything that he says so like yeah, he's and, not you know, and a I, rational and dude I, I still feel like it was selling us on the idea of a Klingon. Oh, war. I think that I, you wanted it to be selling us on a Klingon. And, and war here's the thing: I don't want it that. to be. If right? this were a show, so. I would want that. If this were, if this were the Star- JJ verse show, I want that. But I think they really are doing the right thing in in going. This is a show about exploring because the none of the none of the uh, the Star Trek movies, except for Star Trek the Motion Picture, none of the Star Trek movies have been about exploring other than the motion picture. Think about it. Motion picture was about kind of exploring, but even sort of not. It was about a threat coming back to Earth. Um, Star Trek 2, about dealing with Khan. Star Trek 3, it's, you know, they hijack the Enterprise to get the the Katra back. Star Trek 4, they're coming back to Earth again because a major thing's going to destroy Earth. Star Trek 5, um, skeleton crew because they they have to go deal with the crisis. Star Trek Six is all about diplomacy. Star Trek Generations is all about saving pl- is all about like saving a planet. None of that happens with uh, none of that happens because they're exploring. Um, uh, you know they come into a Romulan outpost that you know nothing new there. I feel uh, like Five Star- is definitely exploring. No Star Trek Five they start Star Trek Five they it's enforced like, exploring. Beyond well, the perimeters, the thing, but they're, they're not out there. Explore. They're not out there. Exploring. Oh, they're not already out there exploring and get roped in. You're right. They're, they're, it's, yeah, it's yeah, they're, enforced they're, exploration, they're, but it's still an exploration. Yeah. So I think what I like about this, you know, none of the Star Trek movies have been about that. What I like about this is this seems like they they're out there exploring and they found something. And then they what they found. This is yeah. like dealing with what they. And found. what I'm reading about what the movie's about is that they're two years into their in their mission. And they're feeling beaten down. They don't like exploring. That they're two years in, and the vastness of this is what, what Simon Pegg is saying. They're two years in, and they've been exploring, and the vastness of space before them, and just just kind of continually just going forward out there has gotten them a little like like browbeaten into why what's the point? And then oh, the, I don't know and how then I feel the, about that. No, but that's but that's perfect though, because that's what happened, right? You're out there, you're two years into being out there, and this is not like exploring the Earth where the Earth is round. Like this is you're out there, and you're just keep going. And I know there's I more. get and that, but like, what I'm space saying, like, is vast. I, I feel and, and, like in the original series, like what I like about it was that they, like that that they were always 
I feel like they were somewhere between what you're talking about. Like, I don't feel like they were ever like, God, why? Why are we doing this? Um, and But I do feel like they weren't quite as optimistic as, like, say, Enterprise was, right? Where, like, just Bacula's, like, sort of unending optimism until you get to season four. Um, I don't feel like they're starting from that place. Like, but I do feel like they they were always coming from a place of, like, this is fucking cool. Like, this is what we're out here doing. We're checking shit out, and it's and it's pretty fucking awesome. Like, let's. See I guess. I guess my. Is. I guess my point is this: is that is that they never seemed like they were out there exploring. And what I mean by that is, you get to the end of Star Trek Into Darkness, and the words that Kirk uses is deep space, going out there into deep space. That's the five-year mission. The five-year mission is to go two and a half years in one direction, and then come back two and a half years back. And that's the that that's the idea is that you're go, you're 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 heading you're going out there, <coughs> um, whereas you know whereas in the original series the minute the captain Pike is stuck in a chair and has a, has a lawsuit you know Spock can get back to him, and on next gen you know the minute there's an issue you can get back to Earth you know in two episodes no matter where you were at the beginning of Best of Both Worlds you can get back to Earth in a day or two, um, and Scott Bakula was out there he was the only one who's out there really. You know, you know the the point of of Voyager, the goal was never to was explore. That they could, the goal, yeah, was that they couldn't get your back. end there point. You no. you had a clear end game. You had a clear. This is where we're going. It's really important that we get there. DS Nine was a totally different animal, and and Voyager. I don't Enterprise, feel like it, um, I feel like the I feel like what you're saying is I don't know that I agree necessarily that on like Next Gen and, and and TOS like 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 Home was always a hop, skip, and a jump away. I don't feel like that's true. I do feel like um, some level of Federation contact was within reach, though. Well, if and you couldn't go. Sense, you couldn't go right? a season without like, running into Gowron and Earth and Admiral Necheyev could always come to visit you, and Q could always show up. And hey, there's Vash. You ran at some point. He went out and ran into Vash, and then he went out exploring, and then happened to run into Vash again at a conference. Like, like in the vastness of the universe, you right. just happen to run into your girlfriend like a year later, you know, <laughs> <Right>. like, <laughs> like, 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 they really I, must move in the same circles. <laughs> like, I, 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 I can't, I, I don't run into my, my exes at parties, you know, and I live on earth and we have all the same friends. Like it just, it doesn't happen. Um, yeah, no, so, I, I think there's some level of convenience there and I think you do see it a little bit more in, in next gen, but in, in the original series, like I remember episodes with like, how long will it take to get a message to Starfleet from here? Sure. And, and, like, you know, and it's and the like, cognitive so you dissonance as a viewer, that, as a viewer, off. you got to deal with that, right? As a viewer, you got to go, yeah, but it's a TV show. And so you, you got to deal with you. You want recurring characters cause you like them. You know, so so they're going to come back You're You know, you're you're going to you're going to run into um, into Harry Mud. You know, you're going to you're going to run into Koloth again. You know, yeah, so, you know what I mean? Like, so so I I get that. What I like about this is is I like the concept of they took a ship and they just went. And now that they've gone, they're like, shit, space is big. Um and they get into an existential question of why are we doing this? And then they run into a crisis. And through that crisis, they answer their existential question. And that's, you know, that's what was so good about Star Trek 2. It wasn't Khan, although Khan was great. What was good about Star Trek 2 is, is Kirk's 
facing an existential question. I feel old. And at the yeah. end of the movie, even though Spock dies, he says, I feel young. Yep. And he realizes his existential question is answered. So I love the idea of an Enterprise crew that's been going at it for two years, just going, fuck. It's like it's a really good idea to go out there and explore space. But you get two years in and no matter where you go, there's always more to go than you've gone. And you're getting further away from everything, you know, and yet there there doesn't seem to be an end game. And that it's got to be it's got to be trying. And then you get past that and, and a crisis brings everything into focus for you. So by the end, you're a more enlightened like that. That's Star Trek. Yeah, totally. And I and I don't mind them getting into crisis about exploring because you know what? That's a movie about exploring. Not then, sure. oh, I'm totally comfortable with what I'm doing because I'm not really exploring because I can always go to 10 forward and play my trombone. <laughs> Yo. Like, it's not about that. It's like, fuck. It's like, it's like, what if we were to all hop on a really nice boat, but just go and see what we find? And we find some shit. And sometimes it's good. And sometimes they're mad at us. But we just kind of go and go and go and go and get two years. And you're like, fuck, why am I doing this? Like there's no end to what I have to do. Yeah, but and I think like I guess I guess what occurs to me, right, is because like me in that scenario, like I don't know that I would be like, what's what's the end game? What's the point? Because um, the point is the journey. Like that's how it occurs to me, and it occurs to me that anyone that like that was what I felt like I got from TOS. Like that there were times when like yeah they were really cut off from what they knew, but like they had each other right damn it no facial expressions um they had each other and and like they they had their sense for for adventure like that to me like because that's like i i don't know like i would love that i think if we if like just close friends got together on a boat and we just went out like i've honestly talked me and mr a have talked about like just getting a boat like if we had a boat like and just like going and like just being completely right because there, there are no horribly tragic stories that begin with people doing that i know i know but like it's exciting to me and i think that the kind of people that would be drawn to doing something like that and maybe that's the difference in this particular case right is that we don't have a crew that necessarily signed on for that um which is not true of the of the original series before um, but I love the even the if you did sign on to it. I love the idea that you get two years in and you're like, fuck, this is hard. Like this is this is way just a crew that's encountering. This is way harder than I thought it was going to be. I guess. Like, I love that as an idea. I love the <laughs> the idea of, of 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 them of them being of them being like 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 exploring space is tough. And you do get into sort of a, a an existential crisis, which then, you know, by the end, they're enter I hope that the movie ends with them being energized, you know, no pun intended, um, <laughs> um, a about what they're doing. I don't sure. mind they're at a. I don't mind if they're at a point where things are sort of lackluster, and then they do get into an adventure, even a Fast and Furious type of adventure. They get into an adventure, but through that, you know, because I don't mind that shit. The stuff that makes Fast and the Furious Fast and the Furious. And let, let me be clear. I want to be clear about something. I've been shitting on this going Star Trek and the Furious. And that's unfair. I saw the first Fast and the Furious movie, which Justin Lin didn't make. I saw half the second and I hated it. My understanding about Justin Lin is that he's made some excellent Fast and the Furious movies. There are people that love those films, not just for the action, but for the family of the films. There are people who are emotionally invested in those films. They do very well. They get very good reviews. 
I've not watched them. So I'm just like, they're all about car chases. But there have been plenty of fucking car chase movies that have done terribly. So there's something about what this guy knows how to do that people are drawn to on an emotional level. So I want to I want to be clear. I, I don't have the knowledge to either debate or agree or disagree, except that I know that I have been sort of unfair about it because there's a shot of a motorcycle, you know, um, even if it takes the shot, you know, him on a motor. I love how, by the way, during the sabotage trailer, we're all like, fucking there's Kirk. What? That's not Star Trek. What the fuck's he doing on a motorcycle? Whereas, you know, in the original series, like, you know, they dress like Nazis and like Abraham Lincoln's in it. And right. they're in the and they're, they're in the old west, you know. But then we see a motorcycle and we lose our minds. Suddenly, <laughs> <laughs> the motorcycle, everybody loses their minds. <laughs> it's not fucking Star Trek. That's not Star Trek. Star Trek is you know, it's a fistful of datas. You know, like right. I think the difference is in a, in the movie. Like I th- I think people would be less phased by things like that when when we have sort of certain expectation in a movie like we're not none of the star trek movies were you know that fucking planet where everything was built on that pulp novel like that was a casino yeah. like there's you know what i mean or, or, or like or where the nazis are where the nazis are all being run by aliens and enterprise for you know reasons right like none of that um, so. or, 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 where, or where the hydrogen have decided to let the, the Voyager crew exist in a <laughs> 1940s French jazz club. Right. I don't know. Yeah. No. Agreed. I'm saying, but that's the difference, right? Like we're, you're making a movie. You're not, it's not a show. So it's not even like I can just, cause like with shows like that, like if those weren't your speed, if those particular episodes didn't do it for you, like that wasn't Star Trek all the time. If it, you know what I will say, this. if it had not been a director that we knew that, that had done that, like if it had been like random director, number three, who, you know, who's making a movie, the fact that they're doing this, and even with the sabotage music, you know, I get what they were going for. It was a bad choice, but I understand why they did it. But the fact they're showing that, the the motorcycle jump after, you know, Justin Lin, Fast and Furious, they're trying to make you go, I don't know why they're selling that. Yeah, that, I'm, that is a mystery to me as well. Like, I don't understand why they were ever trying to sell that. I think they want the Fast and Furious people to come see Star Trek. Which I understand. Look, you need those numbers, right? Like, you well, want and here's the, the thing: and- I understand that there's some crossover. Like, I'm into Fast and Furious. Like, I have the Fast and the Furious movies. Like, I Are they get good? That have the last crossover. few been good? I so here's the thing: we got like the big like tire set, and like haven't watched the most recent ones yet. Like, so I watched the last like four of them. The first one and Tokyo Drift, which was horrible. That was Justin horrible. Lin's first. Was it horrible? Because I heard that it's okay. I heard the second. Are you kidding terrible. me? Tokyo Drift was his. Fuck. His we're first. Fucked. We're well, fucked. Would, the only thing he I made would like before... to submit. We're wait, fucked. Wait, hold on. That movie. I the... can't tell you how bad that. Hold movie on. Was. Wait. No, I the probably only... could. Hold I could probably on. wax like say. three hours on how bad that movie was. The first, the, but the only thing he had made that before that was like like a student film. Like he was, he was like probably more than that, but he was like he had never done like a Hollywood movie before, and he like granted relevance. You know. I don't want to be judged how how Trekoff's going to be based on whether or not you liked ninjas versus zombies. You know, okay. hopefully I've learned a few things a, in between. They're not the same kind of thing, right? So that's fine. But like 
Unless you liked it, in which case they're totally in which case that I hope it is, obviously. But it's just like I don't know. Um, I haven't seen the same cast. I will though. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the the most recent ones since especially since we're having this conversation about as Star Trek research. Yeah, I would I'd be curious as as to how Justin Lin has done with all of the the Fast and Furious (laughs) films, not just the spectacle of it. I'd love to hear how he does with the character interaction. I'd be interested because people evidently that's you know people care about that shit in those films. And I, I haven't seen them, and I probably never will because, like, I know that two is terrible, and I know that three is divisive, and I'd have to start back at one because it's been forever since I've seen one, which is kind of okay. And there's no way that I'm going to be able to convince my wife with everything else out to see, hey, you want to start watching one okay film, one terrible film, one very divisive film so that we can get to the really good part four? You know, I, it, I just, so what I people don't think, say is really good part four. Yeah. Yeah. I like I, I don't, I just don't think I'm ever going to get there, but that's why I have you. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> so, um, any other thoughts on the trailer before we start wrapping it up? Um, I, I think that the, the, the bits of levity that are in there, I like, um, like, um, when she's sitting in the captain's chair, like cool looking chick, <laughs> she's like, he, uh, I think he was going to say he prefers to sit there like he prefers no, that He really chair. likes that chair. Something yeah, he like really that. likes that chair, whatever it is. It's funny. Um, and I like that. I like the humor because I feel like the humor is important. I think it's an important aspect of them as a crew. Um, I don't think the line that she says, our cat's only coming and he won't, um, and mercy will be the last thing in his mind. Uh, that doesn't bother me like it seems to bother you um, because I don't, like, Kirk has never struck me captain wise. Like, I would if if, if she Uhura said that, has and never she was struck talking me about... as the person who would say that though. Uhura never struck me as the person who would be like, and he's gonna come, he's gonna be on a murderous rampage. And hell's coming like, with him. Right. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't know, but like it doesn't like if if that was being said about Picard, I would be like, Huh? But like I could see that being said about Kirk. Right? Like that he's He's mercy not, the last thing on his, his mind people. though that's the thing he's going to be a great fighter he's going to he's he's going to bring hell even hell's coming with him I like better than he will show no mercy just just not she strike me at that. all as any kind she of she didn't say he will show no mercy she said mercy would be the last thing on his mind which is not the same thing again and it's a line out of context who knows you know right like like who knows probably know she's saying mercy and he's like she, she she's like he doesn't speak French oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, for all we know, that's like not even in it. Like, because I mean, I've noticed. Maybe there's a girl named Mercy in the film. Stop it. <laughs> like, what if it's a total bait and switch? That Mercy, line? yeah. There's the, Mercy is the like. Do you think he's thinking about Lieutenant Mercy? Ship. Like, they basically Mercy's the came last across thing on her mind. on a planet, and they like saved her, and she's like now his adopted daughter. Um, but she's the last thing on his mind when it's when it comes to his. Uh, what if it's, what if the whole thing's for... like that? Like there's a like there's a crew member <laughs> named near, near, named named Fear of Death, and they go Fear of Death is what's keeping us alive. It's... Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about Lieutenant <laughs> Lieutenant of Death? Yes, he said good work Lieutenant for us. of Death. <laughs> no facial expressions. <laughs> Thank goodness for Lieutenant of Death. He's he's oh, such a good guy. Breath. I like that guy. He's really good. It's very difficult to laugh with half your face. I would like to submit fuck you, Justin. <laughs> okay, my name is Justin. My name's Alexia. Check off. Check off, bitches. Wait, wait, wait.
don't turn us off yet. Wait, because we have one more thing to tell you. Listen, I know you're on your iPhone or on some kind of thing that you're listening to us on. You can just jump over right now to iTunes and give us an, a five-star review, right? Or you can go to Facebook.com slash Trekoff and like the page there. Do both of them. It helps us. And subscribe to us because then you can hear us every week. Um, and then finally, go to FantasticDC.com if you want to come see our show. If you're in the D.C. area or anywhere nearby, come see the premiere of Trek Off the Motion Picture at uh, the AFI Silver on June 5th at 515. If you're at AwesomeCon, go to AwesomeCon.com and check out how to see us there on Friday night at 945 and Saturday night at 8. Thank you so much for listening to the show and Trek Off. <laughs>